0: And if that's what you have in mind Yeah, if that's what you're all about Good luck moving up because I'm moving out
1: Good morning, and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivans Real Estate Team, sitting here with Becky Ivans.
2: Good morning, Mark.
1: How are you doing? Well,
2: I'm doing great. Do you know I look forward to seeing you on Saturday morning?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> So, in the real estate business, we are such a mobile business that there's often, I mean, there can be a Saturday to Saturday. We don't see each other face you, to face. This
2: week we did several yeah. times, but... Uh, we yeah, talk that, every day. That we do talk every day. And I will tell you that it is uh, – people used to say – now, I'm not so much anymore, but where's your office? Like <laughs> I would go to a listing maybe in Moore yeah. or Dell City or Choctaw or something like that, and they'd go, where's your office? Yeah. And I'm going, well, like most real estate agents, it's in my car. It, yes. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right.
2: We do have a brick and mortar near 122nd Rockwell, (laughs) but we just breeze in, breeze out of there. Yeah. Right.
1: Yep. It is a home hub for what we do. Yeah.
2: So, and and we were just talking uh, about before the show started about how we like our business. Yeah really it's and we a great, kind of become our business yeah. do you think there's anybody that knows you that doesn't know you sell real estate
1: i seriously doubt it yeah yeah, yeah i know I there's nobody if they're that not that's me. because they tuned me out years ago and yeah <laughs> <laughs> so are there people who tuned me out years ago well i i'll just plead the fifth on that one yeah
2: there you go well mark we I, i'm excited to have our guest today and i always
1: love this day
2: i know but i will tell you i've forgotten why i asked him here i know but <laughs> i know <laughs> but, but but i know he will remember uh we uh larry stein our oklahoma county assessor good morning larry good morning and, and his sidekick valerie good morning valerie <laughs> uh we uh you and I were talking about something. Yep. Uh, about a week ago, maybe. Merry
0: Christmas. Oh, Merry the, Christmas! And, and yeah. that's what really this is. <gasps> that is it. Because the the everybody was worried, and 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 many legislators were trying to figure out a way of being able to help senior citizens. And the federal government came in with some brand new housing and urban development numbers for the median family of four. We – in Oklahoma, the assessors went to the legislature and we changed the constitution so we could provide a senior freeze of assessment for anyone who's 65 years of age and older. And then we tied it to the HUD family of four median income because previously it was $25,000. I know. Which meant absolutely nothing to anybody. So it's increased. It's increased. It it actually went down last year because of COVID because of income levels going down. This year – It went up 16.5%. So what is it? The new income level is $85,300 to be eligible for the senior assessment freeze, total household income. Really? Yeah, and that's an amazing number now, and we're we're happy to do it. But, you know, there's bad news about the economy. Inflation's horrible, all these things, but inflationary indexes – have given a blessing to everybody who's 65 and has a total household income of less than $85,300, you can get an assessment freeze. Now, remember, that's not a property tax freeze. That's a freeze on your assessment of value because if we vote for a school bond issue or a MAPS program and it's tied to property taxes, those will increase your tax bill. But your assessment, which is used to calculate your property taxes, that won't go up. That was a lot of information, Larry. I know, <laughs> but it, but it's all on our website. If you need to get any information from our website, and that's always at our our website. And what do we got there? That's at slash uh, assessor okay. and all, and all the other exemptions there. I mean, we 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 provide in, uh, a total exemption from property taxes for qualified veterans who are one hundred percent disabled. We have more than five thousand veterans in Oklahoma County that don't pay any property taxes at all. It's about $15 million in property taxes they save every year.
2: Wow. But yeah. not 90% disabled?
0: No, it has to be 100%. 100% yeah. disabled veterans. Yep. Are, now, is that a state? That's, that is a state. We, that's another issue. The county assessors went to the legislature, and we said, you know, you have to change the Constitution to do these things. And we all got together and said, we've got a great veterans community, we ought to be able to provide an incentive and also to prime bring people here to retire. Because if you could I remember there was a state senator I used to work with when I was a reporter out at the Capitol, and he said he would trade the panhandle for two hundred retired Air Force colonels. Because they spend a lot of money and they don't demand new roads, they don't do anything, they don't they don't need anything. They just want to live in a great place near Tinker. Or near Lawton or near Enid where they can use their medical benefits and live the rest of their lives in a ble- great place where there's not 15 feet of snow on the ground in March. I mean, that's a, it, it's, it's a great incentive for us to be able to pitch to those veterans that are out there that, that want to live in a nice sunbelt state. Boy,
1: Larry Stein just unpacked a lot of information, and if you are someone who has questions, like you're really wondering about it, let me encourage you to call Larry Stein. His office staff, they are incredibly helpful. They're incredibly helpful. So if you have someone you know, but if you want to join the conversation today, you can call in. Give us a call at 405 840, that's 840, 1000. There you go. Four zero five eight four zero one thousand. 1000. And why take another cup of, uh, uh, sip of coffee and caffeinate myself? Go ahead, Becky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, some days you just need a little more I just caffeine need than others. more caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you did unpack a lot. I,
0: I, I, sorry. I, that's I okay. I, I want, no, perfect.
2: But what I want us to do is, figure out, well, what kind of exemptions do we have, yep. how many of them are there, and how can we plug into
0: them? Well, the the neat part about what we've been doing at the assessor's office over the last, since I've been there, is we've always tried to update it so we can do almost anything possible online. We've done it with our business personal filings. A lot of people don't realize that businesses like this radio station, all this equipment is supposed to be rendered And they're supposed to pay an assessment of value on that to the state, businesses, computers, furniture, everything else. I do it every year. And the deadline's March 15th, not April 15th. But we used to have all these documents that would be – we'd be killing a lot of trees. Now we can do that electronically on our website. All of these exemptions for your homestead exemption, which doesn't save you a lot, but it protects the property so you can keep it in case you're sued personally. And then we've got the senior valuation freeze, and that income going up is terrific That's going to be a great benefit for a lot of folks. Then we have the additional homestead, and the the assessors went to the legislature and said, we need to increase that number too. It used to be $20,000. The beginning of this year, it went to $25,000, which isn't a lot. And that needs to probably be addressed down the road for inflation.
2: And what's a double exemption?
0: It's, you get it, you get it in two homestead exemptions. You get the initial homestead exemption of, for having a homestead, and that's approximately about $135 a year in savings. Because I know it sounds like an archaic term as well, because people think homestead, I'm not a farmer. I don't have a homestead. Well, your homestead is your primary residence where you live on that January 1st when you file and you can save anywhere between 100 depending on your millage rate you can just look at the at the numbers on the on our webpage but it it saves you twice that amount uh, approximately $250 on the on a typical home but the other other question how in the world can somebody ha- earn $25,000 and less and own a home and do all the maintenance and everything well it, one of the reasons is you can have a parent and i wanted one of these parents They'll buy you a house in a college town where you're going to go go to college, and you're a student. You may be living in a nicer house than I live in and maybe have a couple of roommates to help pay off the mortgage. But if you're the owner as a student and you earn less than $25,000, you could have a double homestead exemption on a very nice home because your income level is so low. It's long. not tied to age. Nope. It's, it's anybody who owns a home is eligible for a homestead. Wow. Poor Cleveland County. <laughs> <laughs> well there's some up in edmond too around uco yeah i bet there are yep. wow but, but all of those exemptions can be filed for electronically on our web page and if you don't want to have that you know as, as you said you, you call up the staff they're, they're pretty helpful on getting anything you need done
2: you know there's a lot of stuff about a second home but yeah. a second home cannot be homesteaded no, you're correct? only
0: eligible on one home and and if you if you have a homestead in another state, you are not supposed to fi- you're not supposed to you're not supposed to file for a homestead in Oklahoma. If you do that, and we find out, then the tax commission can penalize you. Okay, man, there's a lot more. There's to talk a lot about.
1: more. There's <laughs> the number to call in is four zero five eight four zero one thousand. We'll be back right after this on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move News Radio one thousand. K T O K. Welcome back to Oklahoma real estate on the move. We're here talking with Larry Stein.
2: Larry is our Oklahoma County assessor. And uh, we're going over an awful lot of stuff. We need two hours. We do. (laughs) Anytime I meet with you, I need two hours, right? Uh, I wanted to, I mean, a lot of the laws Mm -hmm. are state Yep. laws, right? Because right. you work with the legislature right. to get those done. Right. But they're administered through each county, right? Right. Uh-huh. So you just have to fulfill whatever the legislature says.
0: I don't get much choice. Yeah. I mean, I, it, 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 those are shall bills. I mean, I have to do what they tell me to do. And, and it's, a, it's a big responsibility. We've got about 395,000 parcels in Oklahoma County, personal property, residential commercial properties and all of it's worth about 88 billion dollars we're the largest responsibility in the state and we're using as much technology as we can to do our job and keep our costs down
2: the we have to address your website because you were like we're number one in the whole
0: country of I, the counties. We're in the top of the world. We've earned two international awards for using technology to be able to have access to public records. I mean there's, there were hundreds of thousands of organizations around the world that applied for the, the – the, it's called the Environmental Systems Research Institute. And it's, it's GIS. It's everything when you're asking, hey, Siri, where's this? That's all GIS. And GIS means? Geographic Information Systems. There you go. And we use that technology to measure properties. We use it to find properties. We use it to see if there's any changes in property. And it's terrific. And and we earned another international award. Out of all those hundreds of thousands, there were about 200 that were actually awarded, that earned the awards. And we earned one this last year.
2: So, and the do you know what I like about it? Back in the day when I started selling real estate.
0: You came down to the courthouse and helped us pay off our parking garage.
2: I did. (laughs) I came down to the courthouse. You would have to walk a long ways to get parking down there. Right. And then you would have to be fast because most of the parking was one hour or less. And you go up there, and if you needed a map of something, in my briefcase was tracing paper. Right. Because you would literally have to go trace the stuff at the courthouse, the map, because you they you couldn't even make <laughs> copies of it back yep, then.
0: Yep. You and, had to trace it. And now this this last year we've had between 25 and twenty twenty one 21 to 25 million people visit our website. And they can create maps. They can do measurements. They can find titles. They can find anything they want. It's all – and properly taxed bills from the previous year. It's all linked through our website. In fact – we've 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 started using this technology and making it available to the entire county so the sheriff's office because they sell properties the treasurer's office we're trying to work with the treasurer to make sure all of those resale properties all go onto a web page so you can see what properties are out there in any particular township across the county Because you may not want to invest somewhere where you don't know where the legal description will take you because that's what they usually do is print a legal description, which is like ancient Aramaic to most people. But if you can see a rendition and a little dot on the map of where these properties are, then you just click on those and get all the information you need.
2: Yeah, and I will tell you that there's always this sigh of uh, (laughs) when we have to go to some of our outlying counties Uh that do not have that. Yeah. I mean, there is a county that is adjacent to Oklahoma County where uh you – I listed a five-acre tract in a town. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say who this right. is because I really like their county assessor, right? and he's trying really hard to clean that up. But there is an older woman at the courthouse that when you call, she's going, oh, yeah, I've got those – uh, plats in a drawer over here they're unfiled plats of areas where people have kind of divided an a, a big acreage into smaller acreages but they never filed it of record and so they're sold as track five of something uh-huh. you know <laughs> and uh but you can't find them and i'm I called her not all that long ago, maybe a year ago, and said, are you going to tell anybody else about this before you retire? I mean, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these are going to be hidden in the third drawer of the file cabinet in yeah. the corner.
0: Well, the, you're as good as you can be. And and in some counties, when you've got an assessor and you've got maybe two part-time or 2 full pull-time and one part-time, and you've got 25, 30,000 parcels that you have to manage. It's a tough, tough sell. We're trying to work on technology that can be available statewide to assessors. One of those things is what we're calling uh, parcel change detection. We have amazing three inch pixels. It's about the size of a golf ball now. Where you see really great definition and you can do some really great measurements. And, and a lot of commercial folks, roofing folks, they'll use our website to measure for, for, uh, estimates for commercial roofing sites. We're, we're trying to use that and say, I've got in Oklahoma County, we probably have 200,000 parcels of property. The, the outline of that property hasn't changed in a hundred years. But despite that, the tax commission demands it's a shall bill. They demand that the assessor's office send someone to that parcel at least once every four years to measure it and determine if there's any changes on it. I can do that with a desktop and a computer, but they don't allow me to use that to punch the ticket for the tax commission. And I'm working with the legislature to let us use that because if there's a change in property on our new technology, there's a little red triangle that shows up, and it says – there's a change here. So we can find it. We can add it to the parcel so they can know that we've done it. And then we can actually go out and physically inspect it if we need to. But if it hasn't changed in 100 years, why do I have to send my person out with fuel, risk, dogs, guns? It's a dangerous world, and I'm sending somebody out there, and it costs me money, and it costs taxpayers money. Why can't we do it where it's, there's a change, where there's new stuff? Yeah, we'll send somebody out. But on the old stuff… Give me a break, please.
1: I encourage you, listener, that if you have not been to the Oklahoma County uh, website, assessor's website, and looked at your properties and just see the information that's there, it is just rich with all sorts of information. It's great. and,
0: and, And one of the things that's really neat is the click button on the bottom left because that'll give you an outline. It'll give you a series of pictures for the last probably 15, 20 years. So you can actually, a lot of realtors use that to determine when the last roof was put on. Mm-hmm. Because somebody doesn't know, but you can pretty well get a good estimate of where it was yeah. put in.
2: So, yeah, there's the thing I like. Well, there's so much I like <laughs> about the website, but one of the things is that you can click through and actually <clears throat> kind of trace a deed. You bet. Now, because you can get the documents, right. uh, there's links that you just click on and it just takes you to the deed. And especially, I do a lot of estate uh-huh. work for, uh, you know, Somebody dies and their property has to be sold. Right. Well, how do you know how they're entitled? And sometimes you have to trace that back a little ways to find out, well, is it a joint tenancy with right of survivorship or is Uh it just a joint tenancy and – or is it a tenants in common you have to actually read the deed to find out right. it's not just looking at the names on the deed
0: and all of those are linked on our website to so you can get an unofficial copy if you want to get an official copy you can actually purchase a, an official copy electronically from the clerk's office for any any records you need to keep and then a couple of dollars a page or something something like that yeah yeah pretty uh, cheap date cuz when you pay 5 dollars for parking 2 dollars no. is a better deal
2: yeah really <laughs> Well, not, not have to spend your time. And I'll tell you, the clerk's office is very,
0: very good to work with. And, and they're using the GIS, the geographic information systems, and the images that we have, and they're all linking that together now. So you can get the, the exposure on all the different websites in the county, and that helps everybody get better information, better data. Yeah.
2: Well, it sure gives us a lot more information. <laughs>
1: Where is it when it comes to like the other exempt? So we have homestead exemptions yep. is the big one, right? What's the next right. one?
0: Well, the 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 other one would probably be the second the additional homestead or the second homestead, mm-hmm. but the uh, the the senior valuation freeze probably saves more money in Oklahoma County than any other thing. The by freezing the assessment, they they we're probably saving t- uh, property owners who are senior citizens and eligible for that. Probably 13 to 15 million dollars or more every year in, pro- in lower property taxes.
2: Do you know it kind of amazes me that you depend on the amount of taxes collected in order to run your office. Right. Yet you're a, such an advocate for people saving money when they can and getting these exemptions. Seems like you'd want to kind of like brush that, uh, Sweep that stuff under the rug and and not tell
0: anybody about it. Oklahoma County is growing amazingly fast. And when you're looking at the savings that we provide, it's phenomenal. The dilemma is in smaller counties, in Lawton, Comanche County, that e- exemption for military is hurting their budget big time. But we're growing so fast. Everybody wants to live in Oklahoma County.
2: Well, how can you get these exemptions and – uh, how can how do you know exactly what is an assessed value? We're going to have more
1: when we come back on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move here at News Radio One Thousand KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team, here with Becky Ivins and our special guest, Larry Stein, the Oklahoma County Assessor. And it's time for our Word of the Day. Our word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. Give them a call at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. Becky, what's our word of the day?
2: Well, I'm going to ask Larry Stein because we've been sitting here and we, <laughs> we've got some really good words that we could talk about. We could talk about assessed value. We could talk about exemption. We could talk about QR code. What's our word of the day, Larry? I think it
0: should be QR code, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Everybody who gets a notice of anything from our office about their property, the QR code is on every one of those documents. If you're a realtor, if you're a property owner, if you're a uh, developer... Every single one of those documents has a QR code, which is the, probably the biggest renaissance of anything that's ever happened in the last few years. Everybody's got a QR code. So when you get that notice, that letter from us, you scan it. It will bring the property right up on your phone, and you don't have to go to our website. You don't have to do anything. You just put the QR code. It will bring it up, and it will show you the property you're talking about.
2: Hey, Mike Gannon, when what did we have the hanging chad in Florida? Two thousand. Okay. 2000, I was in New York City, uh-huh. uh, the day after the election. Right. And met with a group of realtors and nobody, I'd never heard of a QR code, nor had anybody else in the room. Patrick Lilly, who is a huge realtor in uh-huh. New York City, yeah. um, had us at his office and there was probably 13 or 14 of us and overlooking the long side of uh, Central Park. Right. It was a fabulous view, mm-hmm. uh, as only a realtor would <laughs> obtain for
0: themselves.
2: <laughs> uh, but we uh, – he introduced us to the QR code. Quick when response. Actually, actually, he didn't, but it was at that meeting at his office. Kathy Toth uh-huh. from Ann Arbor, Michigan was there, and she introduced us to the QR code and how it's used and stuff right. like that. So in 22 years now – yeah. We have uh gone from hanging Chad to QR yeah. codes because yeah. the whole election was hanging up on hanging Chad, yeah. right? Yeah. And and realtors were on the cutting edge of using these this little box yeah. of squares. Yep. Yeah. That take you to a website mm-hmm. by taking a picture of it. Now that was very odd back then. People didn't know what it was. No, weren't smartphones back then ever? There? Well, realtors might have had them. <laughs> <laughs> I think realtors are always on the cutting edge of technology yep. in that regard mm-hmm. to the everyday folks. But, uh, now everybody, I mean, menus are everybody knows how to yeah. use a QR code. Yeah. Uh, so you just take, it's, it's that little square on the menu or on the card on the right. table when you go to a restaurant and you point your camera at it and then a little, little box or something comes up and you you tap on it and it takes you to the website. It,
0: the QR quick response code was really initially designed for car manufacturers and others to find parts so they could replace the parts that were used. Whenever they'd get the part scanned, that would go into the computer and say, uh-oh, we're out one part. I need another one. So it was a just-in-time response for supply instead of having to have a huge supply of 15 different parts that you aren't using – You'd have a quick response to the supplier, and they'd know. Oh, you need another one. Let me get it to you. And it's everywhere. I mean, you know, you're, you're Dell, everywhere. Dell computers
2: was doing that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. They saved an awful lot of money by not buying and stocking parts, yeah. especially because they go out of date so quickly. Sure do. So if they needed to build uh, five thousand of a computer, they would order those parts in instantly. Yeah. So uh, just in time. As a county assessor,
0: how do you use a QR code? Every one of the parcels that we have, when we're sending out a notice of valuation, a notice of anything, even our senior citizens and our veterans, whenever they get a notification of their letter, I I handwrite a note on every one of them and give them a card. So Because people are familiar with dealing with the courthouse, and I want them to feel comfortable calling me if they have a question but they've got a QR code and if they can find out anything they need about their property by just scanning it on their smartphone and it helps everybody know but the the big part is for people who have multiple properties because they're a developer or owner or they're you know uh, rental properties they don't have to worry about about misidentifying a property by a by a parcel number they can they can actually take a picture of it Uh, They can have the picture of all of the information, and then they can print it on a wireless printer so they can make a copy of the actual data sheet and put it with the property tax bill so they don't get confused. And it will have the property tax bill on there from the treasurer's office so they'll know everything about the property they need.
2: Boy, there's a lot to being a county assessor, but one of them is finding exemptions for
1: folks.
0: You bet. You bet.
2: So did we – Did we already tell folks who sponsors our word of the day?
1: We did, sponsored by Robbins Roofing. Okay,
2: which they can use, actually, your county assessor website
0: to measure their roofs, right? You bet. They sure can. (laughs) And they probably do. Yeah, the the measuring tool. Or they can find out when the last roof was put on.
2: There you go. (laughs) Right? Okay. So uh, how do people get exemptions? How do they know even what... Exemptions are. Do you have like an exemption button on we your sure website? Do. Yes,
0: we do. At at the uh, www.oklahomacounty.org/assessor on the left hand column, it'll have a, a tab where you can print it on exemptions. We have we have the exemption properties. We have information about the individual properties. We have historical photographs, and if you come down to our office, we're required by law to provide those at a very reasonable price. And if you see any of those really neat maps. From the history of 1899 and other places, and you want to give a really special gift for somebody at Christmas time and you don't know what to buy them. you give them an 1899 map that was used when they were trying to pitch coming to Oklahoma with the green prairie and the wonderful water so there, there's some really neat gift ideas too for wow. for, for on our website cool yeah it's it's an amazing uh, the 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 ability of stuffing things onto a computer and having that that data in the cloud and being able to retrieve it is a phenomenal achievement because you've been there i've been there right You're, you're going down to the courthouse you're digging through big books with dust all over them and you're trying to find things it's so much easier now and it's it's I always think of the assessor's office in Oklahoma County as an additional economic development tool because we can see where people are hitting on the map and what they're looking at in properties with a heat map, and we can tell, gosh, that's probably where the new development's going to be, guys. What you know, what's happening with values over there? And in fact, we did a survey of all of the values of acreage and square foot uh, prices in the county, and we found out that the along the new Kickapoo Turnpike. Over in the eastern part of the county, it's the highest per acre and per square foot prices because of the development that's occurring out there. And if you're selling property out there, it's a whole lot simpler to get there with the turnpike now, and people can get there in 30 minutes instead of an hour and a half.
2: Yeah, I just sold 101 acres out there.
0: There you go. So. And and there's, there's going to be a Casey's out there. They've got a, a medical facility out there. You get those two parts, and then you're going to get maybe a big grocery store. It's going to start growing crazy.
2: Well, in Eastern Oklahoma County is
0: pretty. It is. It's, it's very hilly.
2: Pretty. It's got lots of big trees. Yep. It's uh, you, you got to be careful about the flood zones out there. But that's Eastern Oklahoma
1: County too. is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a big part of like the layers that you have on your you website. Bet. You can put in. Yep. floodplain oh yeah and, and, take and a look at the, it
0: we get the we get the uh, fema floodplain every year and then we yep. also have a way of being able to see from year to year you can put a, a 2015 aerial image and then you can pull up the 2022 aerial image and you can toggle back and forth and you can see the development that's happened in that township or whatever range you're looking at whatever uh, scale you're looking at on the map and you can see how oklahoma county is growing in areas it's just phenomenal
1: so we, I think we're talking off air about the average assessed value in Oklahoma County, right? Uh, so yeah, th- this is because this kind of surprised me. Well,
2: first of all, what's our average sales price? So
1: our average sales the MLS. price on the MLS currently is two hundred eighty four thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: that's the average market. But remember, those are the houses that are selling. We're Correct. talking about all the existing residential properties in the county. That were assessed a year ago, exactly. right? It's always they're, a year behind. Exactly. They're not, they're not, they haven't been sold. Yeah. And if we sold all the property in Oklahoma County, we got about $88 billion worth of property in the county. So if we sold everything, then it would all come up to market value. And that means about a $1.6 billion of increased property taxes on those new sales. So those ones that haven't been sold in 50 years, they're averaging $192,000, but they're not for sale. Yeah. But when they do sell, they may be substantially higher when the market takes over because sometimes people pay crazy amounts of money for property. Because the assessed value can only go
1: up. A certain percentage, right? Because our legislature yeah, says you can yeah, only exactly. increase by. And that's,
0: and that's not the, that the assessment is is the value that we, we determine property taxes for. But when you're looking at market, the market can do whatever it does. Yeah. But that assessment for a homesteaded property can only go up 3% every year or down whatever happens in the marketplace. And if it's a non-homestead commercial property, it can go up 5%.
2: Are you confused about it yet? Okay. <laughs> well, when we get back, we are going to break this down. What's the difference in assessed value, market value? Can it go up 3%? Can it go up 5%? Can does assessed value ever go down? Do property taxes ever go down? We're going to return right after this.
1: <laughs> on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, and it is time for our smoking hot deal. Hot, hot, hot! Feeling hot, hot, hot! Oh no. Our smoking hot deals brought to you by Casaparico Mexican Grill, located on the south corner of 122nd and Penn, on 63rd, just west of Meridian, and in Yukon on Route 66. Are you? Our, our smoking hot deal today. We got a got a great one for you. This is well.
2: Let's you know we have gone out east and we've gone south and we've gone northwest in Edmond.
1: Let's go west. <laughs> let's go west, young man. So it is in El Reno, eight one five South Pauline Avenue is just a couple miles north of I forty. Great, easy to get to on and off I forty, but it's nearly an acre of land in the midst of the El Reno city. I mean, it is a beautiful piece of land and has a great, great workshop. So someone who's looking to run a business out of their home, they I'm going to
2: ask you something, what what size is the workshop?
1: The size of the workshop is 40 by 30 feet, I believe, if I remember correctly. Great. Okay. does it have an overhead Top. door? It does. Okay. It has overhead door, has a concrete floor? Concrete floor and a bathroom in the workshop.
2: So there's plumbing there, Correct. electrical. Yep. It's probably got some insulation in the workshop.
1: It does. It's insulated, so it's heated. Your not home. air conditioned, oh, but it's really? heated. So you're home away from home or you're home at home.
0: That's a man cave. It does,
1: and it actually has the equipment for the air conditioner in there, has the air handler in there. It just needs to be completed out. Well, and most people
0: don't
2: particularly want air conditioning in their shop, but I will tell you, if you've got a nice shop, uh the house doesn't have to be so great, but
1: this house is pretty house great, is isn't great it? built in nineteen sixty seven it has been up the bathrooms have been updated um it's a four bedroom two bath and then you have the bathroom that's in the workshop uh plus that so it's four four bedroom uh and twenty nearly twenty four hundred square feet just under twenty four hundred square feet two story or one story one story ranch wow. all one story absolutely and has another uh, work, little little other storage shed, workshop out back. So almost an acre. It's great. El
2: Reno, what price?
1: Uh, priced at two hundred and fifty thousand. Wow, that's a good smoking hot deal. So, if it is ringing a bell for you, you can go to Ivans dot com. Click on search listings. You can take a virtual walk through, and you can schedule your own private showing right there.
2: Okay. Well, we're here with Larry Stein, Oklahoma County Assessor, who won his election. By a landslide, I might add.
0: Landslide Larry. Landslide Larry, there you go. Did
1: you just give yourself a nickname?
0: I tried. It's better than the one I had before.
1: Oh we don't even want to That's
2: know.
0: Not,
1: we can't pay off the fine for saying that on air.
2: Well we're gonna quit horsing around a little bit because we've got lots of questions and we need answers. Gotcha. So how do we get exemptions?
0: Yeah, well, you just got to get online at our website or call up our friendly staff, 405 They'll be happy to help you get any information. This is complicated. I know that. But we try to make it as simple as we can. On our website, we've got all sorts of information. But some people don't get on the website, and that's fine. Please call the staff. They are some of the most helpful people and friendliest people I've ever seen. and And because... They said, how do you get all these friendly people that get along with each other? He said, because we fired all the ones that didn't. Oh. It's a very good management <laughs> technique. And, and these folks love what they do, and, 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 and they're very helpful and very understanding. The, the exemptions are all available. They can send you out the sheets of paper. If you own property, you're going to get information about the, the, the exemption, the senior freeze and all those other things in your in your mailbox. And if you need any more – let us know. We'll be happy to send it out and see if you qualify. We can answer a lot of questions for you.
2: You guys actually list your phone number right on the website. Uh, I can
0: tell you some of the phone calls I've had. My cell phone is listed just about everywhere because we're not afraid of talking about what we do at the county. <laughs> And I've had calls for, at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, from, Af- from Afghanistan <laughs> oh. because there's a troop from Oklahoma who's over there wanting to find out more information. He's calling up the only number he could find, which is my personal cell phone, at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I asked him, I said, I th- first of all, I thanked him for his service. He said, could you answer some questions about some property in Oklahoma County? I said, sure. I said, but just out of curiosity, what time is it there in Afghanistan? Yeah. And he said, it's about 945. I said, well, guess what? In central time back in the world where you came from, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. So here's two choices. I can call you back at an inopportune time or you can text me all the information you need. I'll email you back. There you go. But, okay, so we talked about exemptions and we talked about how you calculate property taxes. We have a tax calculator on our webpage. It boils down to about you, you take the value of the property and you can multiply it. By by about one two seven, and that'll get you the actual tax bill. But it's a complicated process. You take the market value, you take away any exemptions, you multiply it by eleven percent, which is the lowest assessed value anywhere. So it's a fractional amount of the total value, and then you multiply that by your millage rate, which is around one point two seven. But it's about one point two seven percent. Of the actual market value, but you can actually calculate it.
2: I could actually follow that, Larry, uh-huh. but let's break it down just a little bit okay. more. So if you know your – say your property value is, for sake of uh, easiness, uh-huh. uh say your property value is $100,000. Right. Your assessed value would be 11% yep.
0: of exactly. the market value. Exactly. Which is like $1,100 eleven hundred
2: uh, Right. Yeah. Or eleven. $11,000, 11, yeah. right? Then your millage rate
0: mm-hmm.
2: in, it, say it's $125, right. $125 right. millage rate would be times, so it's 11. Well, actually, you got to take off.
0: Homestead. Homestead it, exemption after is not year. off
2: your market value. No, it's, it's off your assessed, assessed value, value yeah. which is a tiny fraction yeah. of the market value. So your eleven thousand dollars of assessed value Mm -hmm. turns into ten thousand dollars assessed value which means there's ten thousands Mm -hmm. okay so your millage rate now i do it instead of the point i do it okay well there's ten thousand dollars and multiply it times say the 125 Uh dollar millage rate so it is
0: about eleven hundred dollars $1,127, yeah. $1127 somewhere around there yeah, for a there property tax go. bill. So on a on a typical $100,000 house. Okay.
2: So that's good. I mean, so now that we know what assessed value is, we know what market value is, yeah. and the millage rate is the Part of that that changes. That changes.
0: It's a variable. And it has
2: been the same, by the way. The other has been the same since I've sold real estate. 1977, it remains the same, the 11% it,
0: it, of the market value. And that can range anywhere between 11 and 13.5%, 13.15% statewide. But in Oklahoma County, we're 11%. We're 11%. We can't That you can't, we can't. go any lower.
2: Okay. Now, how do you get the exemptions off of that? Are just a thousand dollars for, for each exemption, right? Right. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah.
0: And that's on the assessment of value. It's so complicated, but it but if you just look at a, a typical one hundred thousand dollars, you're going to pay about a thousand dollars per year on property taxes. 000, two hundred thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. It's going to be a little higher because of the millage rate that variable way. You know, in Oklahoma County, we've got some big millage rates out in the and Piedmont area. How about going up and going down in? Well, uh, we've had that happen where we've had. Values drop, and when they drop, they drop. We don't. We don't stagger down. If if the if back in the bad old days when you had your property value going down, those taxes went down.
2: And how about going up in value? If the property goes up in value, say ten percent uh-huh. over a year's time,
0: yeah. if it's a homestead, you'd only be limited to three percent. So you'd only go up about you know, whatever that amount was for the three percent yeah.
2: of the. Uh,
0: the assessment. Assessment, yeah. okay. And then what if it's rental
2: property, though?
0: It's going to go up at 5% until it catches up or with Or commercial rent. property. Commercial or residential. Or, is 5% exactly. per year. Exactly. I
2: think what we're going to see this next year is going to be interesting because I think that property values are going to go up. Of course, this last year they right. went up quite right. a lot.
0: About 20%, 20% or more.
2: So, But then now they've already gone down mm-hmm. the over the 5%.
0: But, but remember... There's, the ones about a, that have sold. There, there's about a billion dollars of 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 imputed value that we're still trying to catch up with. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So
2: you'll continue to go up on on the assessed value likely because you've been Could be. capping that. That was Could kind be. of my point. Yep. So. You bet.
1: our guest has been the great Larry Steiner, Oklahoma County assessor. Larry, thanks for all that you do. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, listener, for being a part and being with us here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the move. News Radio 1000 KTOK.